your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, I would like to thank you for making this show your first listen of the day. And as always, you can find Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. And on myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And in today's episode, we'll be recapping the game against San Jose the other night and previewing tonight's game against Seattle. And don't forget that we do have the special episode with frontman of the Seattle-based band Dragged Under, Tony Capacci, coming out later today. So make sure you have all your notifications on. But diving into the San Jose game from the other night, this was, all well, long story short, 2-1 overtime loss. All right, first overtime loss of the season for the Hurricanes. Um, this was, I would say, a mixed bag of a game because there are definitely some positives in this game for the Hurricanes. Like, biggest one was Auntie Ronsa. He was great in this game and probably the main reason why we came away with a point from this game because he was really outstanding. For the team. But speaking of the team, the team frankly looked a bit tired out there, which I get it. You're deep in the middle of a West Coast road trip, and the game in Los Angeles before this one wasn't a great game. It was pretty sloppy, to be honest, especially in those first two periods. Like, yeah, it was exciting coming from like a goal scoring perspective of course that's always exciting to watch but the defense in that game was very very sloppy and it was not like the Hurricanes and that really wasn't a game that maybe they should have won because you know when you go on winning streaks usually towards the end of them you tend to maybe win a game or two that Maybe you shouldn't have. I mean, look at when the Hurricanes opened up the season against the games against Arizona or Chicago where they were not really looking all that great except for like one period. And the L.A. game was like that as well. Really not a game they should have won. And then obviously they ended up dropping that game down in Florida. That was an absolute stinker. And then you have this game in San Jose, which this game, again, was not as bad as the game against Florida by any means at all. Because, again, there were some positive. Auntie Ronta, again, he looked great in this game. And one thing that I did like from the team as a whole was they took a lot less penalties. I believe at the end of the day, I think the Hurricanes only committed I believe one penalty all game against San Jose which that had been an issue for the Hurricanes this season yeah they only committed one penalty 
all game. And that was the one right at the end of the game with the Brett Pesci tripping call, which was a little questionable. But, you know, that is what it is now that game's in the past. But, you know, I, I like how the Hurricanes were able to really cut back on the penalties because that had been a really, really big issue for them all season long so far. And that was very, very pleasing to see of them getting that stuff under control. That Brett Pesci penalty was very ill-timed. It happened right, I believe, with less than 30 seconds with left in regulation. So that obviously carried over into overtime. And that was what it was. But again, it, it that was a positive. And then Seth Jarvis also was continuing his point streak in this game. I believe it's up to five games now, four or five games now, and because he had a, a secondary assist on the Tony D'Angelo goal. So that's great for him. He's obviously going to be in the NHL now. That was his 10th game, and he's earned it. He, he has absolutely earned every second of the time he has spent here with the Hurricanes preseason, regular season, all of it. The kid earned his spot, and you you absolutely love to see it. It's not a thing you're like, oh, he was good, and that was it. No, he, made, he makes a difference on this team. He scored two game-winning goals. He's tied for most with NHL rookies this year in that regard. And he's been absolutely outstanding in the games he has played in. And like I said, he's always a bright spot for the Hurricanes. He was a bright spot in this game as well. Yeah, he didn't you know score a game-winning goal again or anything like that. But he was still really good. And I'm enjoying seeing him on the top line with Sebastian Ajo and Tavo Terrifying. And that, that's really, really cool to see. Because... He's earned it as well. I get, he he's playing like someone who can play on the top line. I it was mentioned on the radio broadcast, I believe in the pregame, but I'm not a hundred percent sure of talking about how the Hurricanes kind of eased him in and how they started him out on the fourth line rather than throwing him up in on top line or top six or anything like that. Start him out on the bottom line. And work him, and gently work him in. Obviously, Rod Brenner tends to not see lines as numbers, you know, because he's very fluid with his lines. We all know that. But at the end of the day, we all know, you know, that all right, your your best guys are tend to be on the top two lines, and you know, your bottom two lines are more for your grinders. So, I, I think that was a really smart move. I agree with that that statement right there. I really think that helped benefit him. And he he's on a team with some absolutely great leaders as well. I think that really helps him out. Yeah, we had talked in the past about how Derek Stepan you know, has kind of taken him under his wing and was like reviewing film with him on the bench. You have stuff like that. You have Jordan Martinuk on the team. You have Jordan Stahl on the team. And heck, now... Sebastian Ajo kind of falls 
in that as well him being an alternate captain him being a veteran in this league he's in his sixth season now you have Tavo you have Andre you have Jacob Slavin Ian Cole you, you have a lot of guys with experience that can really help him develop and then you look at your head coach as well Rod Brendamore that's something that's really going to help benefit him develop as a player and same with some of the other young guys as well, like Yaspiri Kotanyemi, Rod is kind of moving him around, trying to get him going and get his feet under him some more. So he's both of those guys are in really good spots to succeed. And again, you're absolutely loving seeing Seth Jarvis succeed. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does for the rest of the season because now Seth Jarvis Calder watch is officially a go guys but for that campaign to continue we got to play against seattle tonight and we will talk about that game against seattle right after this quick break guys tomorrow is thanksgiving and you know how much i love thanksgiving and all of the food and treats that come along with it but sometimes you don't want something that's so full of calories and what better replacement than Built Bar. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert, so feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and to be frank, that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. So replace that coconut cream pie with a coconut Built Bar, or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of that raspberry pie. There are lots of good flavors to replace any kind of pie. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-carb, low-fat, and high-protein, and they are covered in 100% real chocolate. Built Bar is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a Built Bar or two. Yeah, Thanksgiving's tomorrow, but say you're on the road tonight, going to your family's house, or you're like me and you gotta work, rather than having a bunch of junk food, have a Built Bar instead. And you can also share some with your family tomorrow. You never know. You may turn an aunt or an uncle or a cousin or even, heck, your mom or dad onto Built Bar and they will absolutely love it. And there's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday, so mark your calendar because Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. And you also don't have to wait till Black Friday either because with limited time flavors arriving regularly at Built.com, there's always something new, so got to make sure you're checking that website often. So go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now, the Hurricanes are playing the Seattle Kraken for the very first time tonight. They're up in Seattle. This is the first ever time they're up at climate pledge arena i've been enjoying seeing the content come out from the hurricanes as well as other members of the team and the media up there it's an absolutely beautiful arena and this is definitely going to be an interesting game seattle is very much looking like an expansion team does historically at least obviously there's vegas and Vegas had their success and, and all that. Great for them. They're now 
looking a bit more like an expansion team as well. But, you know, this is a game where I think the Hurricanes may, very much like Trip Tracy mentioned with Anaheim, how you would sleepwalk into Anaheim in years past, pretty much guaranteeing you're going to get a win. Seattle is a team where I think you need to be a little careful because, yes, they are not very good, to say the least, this season, and that's nothing against them. Obviously, they are an expansion team. Historically, expansion teams aren't very good. Seattle is currently sitting at 5-12-1. They are, I believe, at the very bottom of the Pacific Division. Yes, they are. They are one of the bottom teams in the league as well. They are number 30 in the league. So it, it they're very much you know, a team that uh, is having expansion team struggles. It happens to literally just about every expansion team. But this is one you still can't discount them because you know you you can go in expecting an easy win whatever but then they're also going to know that they're hey they're frustrated with how they're performing and they may want to make a statement against one of the top teams in the nhl and just go out and just play their butts off heck you saw that against Arizona when Arizona gave us a little bit of a struggle on Halloween so it's not unheard of for a bottom team to give a top team a run for their money so Hurricanes do need to be a little bit careful in that regard but I do feel this is probably going to be a pretty sound win for the Hurricanes because the Hurricanes are better than Seattle in just about every statistical category and you also look at their goaltending I mean you going back to stats the Hurricanes have the eighth best power play in the league Kraken has the 21st Hurricanes have the third best penalty kill Kraken has the 18th Hurricanes are fifth in faceoff Kraken 17th goals fours Hurricanes are 8th, Kraken 18th, goals allowed, Hurricanes are 2nd, Kraken are 32nd. So the Hurricanes, again, they are they tend to beat the Kraken in every statistical category. But again, stats, paper, all that stuff is one thing. You never know what can happen once you get out on the ice. But I do feel that really what the Hurricanes need to do in this game, whoever they put out in goaltending, do their thing, whether it's Freddie or Auntie. You know, just go out, do their thing, just play like they've been playing. They'll be fine in that regard. And then the team out on the ice, just get some shots off because the Kraken, they're, again, they're very much struggling with out on the ice, especially with their defense. I mean, you also look at their goaltending, which their goaltending has not been good. Again, probably that can be definitely chalked up to the guys out in front of them, the struggles that they're having, of course. But... At the end of the day, you do look at these guys. You have their starter, Philip Grubauer. He's at a 3.18 goals against and a .882 save percentage. Chris Drieger, backup, who was outstanding for Florida last year, is not good at all. 
this year he is at a 4.78 goals against average and a 0.791 save percentage these goalies are struggling so i really feel just about the only thing the hurricanes really need to do to win this game is just get shots on that because stuff is going to go in against these guys nothing against them they're obviously way better than me and these guys have shown that they can be top goalies philip grubauer he was a vesna finalist last year Drieger, again, he was outstanding for Florida last year. So we know these guys have the talent, and you never know when that talent might come up. Just like a lot of the other guys that Seattle took in the expansion draft, while, yes, some of those draft picks were questionable, to say the least, those guys still do have some talent, and there are some talented guys on that team. And just, again, like these goalies, those are some talented goalies. They've shown it in the past. So the Hurricanes do need to be a bit careful in that regard. But again, they can just get some shots off. I feel like they'll be all right. And also one thing that I've mentioned before this season, is especially with teams that we haven't seen in a couple seasons, we don't know what to expect with those teams. And we've never played Seattle at all this is our first time playing them so we really don't know what to expect here so i do feel there will definitely be a bit of a feeling out process right at the beginning of the game maybe for like the first half or so the first period these teams really getting a feel for each other and i feel like after that the things will just kind of settle in and the hurricanes will end up just doing hurricanes things for this game i do feel yeah the hurricanes are they're probably gonna win this game and they're gonna take this one home and they're gonna move on to the next game and just keep going from there but again still got to be careful because seattle you again you never know what's gonna happen once you until you get out on the ice so but at the end of the day Let's just enjoy our first ever matchup against the Seattle Kraken. We're getting to see Morgan Geeky again. We're getting to see Hayden Fleury again. So let's enjoy that, folks. And let's enjoy the game tonight. And obviously, if you're interacting with folks on Twitter, especially like new Seattle fans, be nice to them. They're still learning the game, especially some of like their newer fans that this Kraken have brought in, they're, they're, new, they're learning the game. We have all learned the game before, so be nice to them and help them out. But now the Hurricanes, they have put out some stuff that they are doing for Thanksgiving, and the Team USA jerseys have been revealed for the Beijing Olympics next year, right around the corner, actually. And we'll be talking about all that stuff right after this quick break. Guys, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and we all know what that means, football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. BetOnline has you covered all holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code locked on to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit 
And it's not just football either. BetOnline has pro and college basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. Now, the Carolina Hurricanes put out yesterday that they were going to be delivering 1,000 turkey breasts for Raleigh area families today, Wednesday, ahead of Thanksgiving. And there will be team staff members helping out with this, including former Hurricanes Justin Williams and Shane Willis. And they'll be distributing the turkey to Helping Hands Mission, Interfaith Food Shuttle, Raleigh Rescue Mission, and Urban Ministries of Wake County today. And that's really good for the Hurricanes, obviously, to just be helping out with the community because folks are struggling here. Things have been rough, you know, coming out of the pandemic and people need help. And it's nice to see that the Hurricanes are doing their part to help out with the community and lend a helping hand this holiday season. Don Waddell put out this statement yesterday. He said, our organization takes great pride in providing Turkey to our community every Thanksgiving. There are many families in the Triangle who are struggling as a result of the pandemic, and we are thrilled to help provide them with a proper Thanksgiving meal. And this is, again, really, it's just nice for the Hurricanes to do this. Obviously, this is something they tend to do every single year, but again, just means a little something more right now because, again, folks are still struggling coming out of the pandemic, which we're still in, to be honest. I say coming out of it, but, again, it's still going on, and folks are still struggling. So it's nice to see the Hurricanes doing their part to make sure these families can have a Thanksgiving meal this year. And as I mentioned, the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics are right around the corner. I honestly didn't realize just how close these Olympic Games are. But the Carolina, or not the Carolina Hurricanes, Team USA just unveiled their hockey jerseys for the Olympics, and they're not good. They they look very much like a basic hockey basic soccer jersey excuse me that that's honestly what they look like they look like a very generic soccer jersey like you fi- like you fire up fifa and like a creative team or something like that and it's like the default jersey for your creative team that's what it looks like it doesn't look like a hockey jersey at all i mean it's not as bad as the new as the new new jersey devils jer- jersey that they just unveiled yesterday that's not it's not that bad it is really not that bad but it's still pretty bad it's just very bland and honestly soulless to be honest it looks very bland and soulless (laughs) i actually just saw this one where someone calls it an ad from tommy hilfiger in the 90s (laughs) Oh, that is hilarious. And honestly, I could see it. It it very much looks like a 90s Tommy Hilfiger sweater. (laughs) Oh my god, that is hilarious. Um, But yeah, they're not good. I will not be buying one. But 
obviously you can form your own opinions of that. I'm sure you have obviously seen it by now. But that is what it is there, folks. I'm sorry we're ending on talking crap about the new Team USA hockey jerseys, but they should have designed better hockey jerseys. They're not that hard to design, plain and simple. But as always, thank you for making Locked on Hurricanes your first listen of the day. No go make Locked on Bets your second listen of the day. You guys know all about that great show. So go listen to that and go follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I will talk to you in the next episode.